Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and a happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday because Tuesday is in the studio and he parallel parked it right next to me. And again, you're being so accepting and loving of this situation mm-hmm. because he's just trying to be close to and protective of his cousin. I am such an accepting and loving person, period. Like, I don't think anyone should be surprised. Right. No, and we're not. But I just, if anyone's listening as a podcast, like, Claudia is being accepting. And no, I gave up. Like, Theo doesn't want to sit with me. Like, He'll be back. He'll we'll be back. Well, by the way, let's just get right into it because today's a sickening, the, the merch warehouse down you guys. day. We dropped our fall collection. Shopify is quaking. Everyone's quaking. Head over to shopmorningtoast.com to get all your fall essentials, your crewnecks, your crop tops, your stickers, like everything. The stickers are so cute. Your tumblers, your t-shirts. So I am wearing the collegiate black crop tee today and for like with my big belly and everything and I'm wearing a size medium so I didn't even have to oversize that much. It's so comfortable and it goes down to like my belly button. I don't feel so exposed. It's like the perfect crop t-shirt. I'm like so excited by it and I feel so free in it. Like it's a very breathable material and I'm just like this is my new favorite shirt. You you look stunning. You should wear this shirt to the party tonight. You should and this hat to the party tonight. (laughs) Um, I'm sipping out of my morning toast tumbler that comes in two different styles. One is our classic logo and the other is Thirst Monster. So embrace your inner Thirst Monster with our new tumblers. Um, we the first have been of getting kind. requests for tumblers for years. These are custom babies to make sure that they were so sickening and exactly as we wanted. So And like we are literally saving the planet with our tumblers. Oh, yes. No more plastic straws. We've got. You have your straw in properly today. I put my straw in properly today. How neat is this? There's a little stopper at the end of the straw. I didn't know that. Oh, I noticed it yesterday, but I just thought you were, you know. Being my quirky self. Just, yeah, you're not like other girls. You're not going to use your straw like and other I girls. And I certainly don't drink like other girls. That's what I thought. But I'm glad to see that you learned something new. So I'm wearing this navy crew neck that also comes in the hunter green. And I, for the record, wear XL in all of our crew necks. So if you're looking for a size, re- a size reference, like you're as gorgeous and stunning as me. I would go with the, with the XL, but it can never hurt to size up, you know? Yeah, I wear medium in all the crewnecks because I like them to be a little roomy. And it's, now that I'm pregnant, they're not roomy at all. Mm. And when for my sorority crewneck, I wear an extra large because I used to like want to wear that as a, a dress. dress. So th- those are my sizes, medium or extra large. In the shorts, I wear a medium also. So it's just about how you want it to fit. I would say those crewnecks I love are the these. same. Um, people like, because you've... You've seen the How You Durin crewnecks. Those were very thick, thick. Same as the redheads. Same as the redheads. These crewnecks are different. These are more similar to like 100%, beautiful, stunning, mm-hmm. and smart. They're a little bit more lightweight, Light. but they're still totally warm and perfect for fall. We're so perfect for fall. Some could argue we're falling into fall right now. Yeah, no, we are all the... 
Fall tings. I like that. Thanks. How did you think of that? This morning when I was writing the caption for the, the Instagram, Instagram, I was like, go to Shop Morning Toast for all the fall tings. I was like, all, all the fall tings. Love that. <laughs> okay, well, the merch is out. ShopMorningToast.com, not Hermes.com. I know it's really, really confusing, but it's Shop Morning Toast, not Chanel.com. Even though with these Lukes, we're currently stunting. It's easy to get confused. It is easy to get confused. It's such sickening stuff. So head over there. Get cozy for fall. I mean, the the sweater set that's like the shorts and the long sleeve is, the is best. just the best. Like that outfit is just like begging you. Well, not in the in the outfit, but it's begging you to enjoy a chili. Not make because you'll stain it. Okay. A hundred percent. And I, first of all, remember I was talking shit about Ben. Like I was a hundred percent wrong. He had some chili for lunch. There was so much left for me oh. that when I got home last night from the best night of my life, I have to tell you about oh, yes, it. Yes, yeah, I want to hear all about it. I finished the whole chili and it was like, I said to Ben, I'm like, we need to have a rotating Tupperware of chili. Uh -huh. Like, it is so premium. Like, I had scooped some Tostitos. I was having the craziest fucking heartburn in the middle of the night, though. Like, literally ran out of bed twice to get Tums. Like, I had drank, like, some tequila and then also chili. Like, it was not a good Oh, wow. Mix. That's hurting my heart. Wouldn't burn. trade it for the world. That's so beautiful. I'm so glad to see that this chili is just like filling every crevice of your heart. I know. And like it's it's gone now. Will you make another one? Can I? Because some there's it's not like chili is the most delicious food like can be served in so many different ways. I love to consume a chili. But like the act of making a chili is also quite fun. Like it's you, part of cultivating a vibe. You like put you, on a little music and like you're technically cooking, but it's like not easy. that deep. Yeah. And, you, and then, like, you put your mood lighting on and, like, some candles. It's just, like, it's the act of cooking a chili that's just as delicious as the chili itself. And we're fully in chili season now. It was in yeah. the 40s this morning. I saw yeah. the weather snatch. Kept me up to date. The weather snatch. Oh, thank God for her. Um, I have to tell you about literally what was the most amazing night of my life. Please do. So, Brian was like, I got tickets to see a drag show with Tina Burner. Do you want to come? And Tina Burner, I feel like I've spoken about her a lot. She was the one who performed at Margaret Joseph's Pride Party. We saw her. She was amazing, she right? She was amazing. Um, she's from Drag Race, and she was booted off prematurely, like 100%. Like, she did not go as far as she should have gone. And it was like a Monday, and I was honestly just, like, not down. So she was at, like, 9.30. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be in bed by then. But then I was like, you know what? I'll just go. So we went for dinner, and we went to Barracuda, which Brian says is, like, his favorite drag spot, but he hasn't been since before the pandemic, but they're still killing it and they're doing um a miss barracuda pageant so for the last six weeks they've been doing a pageant talent competition we went for um they did like a video competition and like a q a and it was like a cute pageant and in between tina Werner was doing numbers and jackie i really don't know how to explain first of all like tina Werner is so toasty in the sense when you think drag queens you think they lip sync popular music which of course they do mm -hmm. but I've never seen and I don't know if this is a trend in drag but Tina Burner puts together these like skits almost that use popular sounds from she was using bring it on that's what she did at Margaret's party right. too and this was a new sound I had in her so she's like doing monologues from bring it on yeah interspersed with like Celine Dion songs and it all is like telling a story and like these viral videos like it Jackie it was so funny I was losing my mind and I was like, of course I knew, I literally knew everything that she was talking about. It was amazing. The competition was amazing. And then it was like 10.30 and there was another show afterwards, but I was like, I really should go home. And I'm like, let me just see this new show. Like see what this queen is about. <sighs> Jackie. Her name was Izzy Uncut. 
and she was unbelievable. She did a similar thing to Tina, putting together these like really funny sounds full of music, full of monologues from popular movies, TV shows, videos. And first of all, she did a whole skit. Okay, so like I was like dying. And then in between her um in between her songs, she was like, oh my God, you're like obsessed with me. And I'm like, no, I'm literally obsessed with you. So then she did a song by Lady Gaga, A Million Reasons, interspersed with there could be a hundred people in a room. And every time she said that, it all it takes is one. She was looking at me. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so creative. The dancing, the singing, I was just in awe. Like, honestly, it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. It was unbelievable. The place was packed. The finale of the Miss Barracuda pageant is next Monday. You guys, if you are around, I think you should go. Are you going to go? I, I get back from Rome that night. So, like, I'll really have to see, like, okay, where yeah, yeah. my priorities lie. If there's a delay. But it was, when I told you, I, I think I watched drag for, like, four hours. And you know what? Ben came, and he loved every minute of it. It was so good. Like, I haven't really seen that many drag shows in person. I became obsessed with Drag Race during the pandemic. I've probably seen drag, like, three times. Yeah. Oh, and this one just took the cake. It was spectacular i'm so happy for you that sounds amazing you would have i jackie you would have like you would have died it was i i I can't even i can't i'm speechless like it was a blending of so much pop culture which i just didn't even expect pop culture dance their looks death drops cartwheels back handsprings in the middle of a bar like it was the most entertaining few hours i've experienced in the last couple years wow it was unbelievable. Like, and and you know what's so crazy about that? It's a free show. It was free. Yeah, and so you like take out cash and you give tips and you request songs and you support the bar. I don't know how it Do works. You have to like buy food and drinks and stuff to have no. a table. No. Wow. No, it's literally a free show. I was just like, I need to support. I was like running to the ATM, running to the bar, support, support. It's a free show. I'm like, you couldn't pay. Like, you couldn't. You should pay a thousand dollars for this. Like, yeah. it was amazing. It's called Barracuda, and it's on 22nd and 8th, and it was amazing. I'm sure, like, all, like, the gay New Yorkers listening to this will be like, yeah, we know. Like, I don't, I, guys, I just found out. It's unbelievable. That's so exciting. I'm so glad you had such a wonderful experience. I'm extremely jealous, but I'm so happy for you. I so wish you were there. Like, Jackie, no, it, it sounds was like everything. life-changing. They were <laughs> pulling these memories out. One of the queens did a monologue. Do you remember that? AccuView Oasis commercial. Astigmatism? With the two twins? Yeah, of course. She memorized the whole thing <laughs> as both twins. She was like, well, I've got astigmatism, but I don't. Like, it was amazing. Like, it That's was so fucking good. So fucking funny. Oh, premium content up the wazoo. Wow. Incredible. Brian, yet again, showing me, like, what I'm missing out on in life. Literally. Literally. How was your evening? My evening was quite Similar? the opposite. I read all night because I started this new book, uh, This Tender Land, which everyone says is like an amazing book. You know, if you love crawdads, you got to read it. Well, I won't be reading it. Yeah. Do you, have you read crawdads? No, you told me I would hate it. I, I don't think you would enjoy it. It's not for everyone. And so I finished it last night and it was so good, but it was just, you no, know, it was so good. I gave it four stars. I didn't like it as much as Dana clearly did because she gave it like a 4.9, which is like off the charts. For Dana. Dana. For Dana. It was, um, 
but it was like a, a you know a lot it was a journey mm-hmm. and it was very long but it was so well written and it was a great story and I love the way that it ended and and I mean I spent like six hours last night reading it so you know it was good time well spent did you make a chili to go with it no what did you make I what did I have for dinner oh we we ordered but I earlier in the day I used some of my extra Caesar and made a Caesar salad and I've also been making grilled cheeses trying to make them mm. like more premium with like the mayo I know like what you know that like the key to a good grilled cheese I know it has nothing to do with the taste because you don't taste it. It's to put a little mayo on the outside and that gives it the crisp. Or butter. No, it's like mayo is... You're kidding me. So like I had fresh brioche. You had mayo? Yeah, but you don't taste it. It just makes it really crispy. I'm going to puke. You're going to be okay. I do think I probably had grilled cheeses with that have mayonnaise on it. Yeah. Like from diners and stuff. Yeah, it's just like the, the best way to get the crisp. I'm so I've really been working on my grilled cheese game. The first one was too burnt. The second one was too cheesy. Maybe today's the day I get it right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Using potato bread? Brioche. Potato bread is so divine. Yeah, but I got a fresh loaf. Mm. So You're so Emily Mariko. Do you know what that means? The salmon girly. Yeah. But she's also just like an overall lifestyle wellness cooking farmer's market girly. Constantly slicing her own bread. Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah, I was slicing my own bread. Putting her herbs in water. Like, what does that do? I don't even understand. But you you should really watch her videos. I think it'll inspire you because you're in this very much like homemaking, I think they call nesting. this like nesting. Yeah. Yeah. Watch Emily Mariko. She's I don't, everything. But then I think I would just like feel like insufficient. Like I don't have herbs. I use like dried ones from the can. No, totally. And she's like all this gorgeous Tupperware that she like stores her things from the farmer's market. And I'm like, where do you even get these Tupperwares? You like, got to go to a Tupperware party. That's so true. <laughs> um, I had one more question I wanted to ask you when you were talking about your book. And, and so I'm going to start something new. I've been on like a reading kick. Oh, and I tried the new oh. Kindle. Because oh. Zach has a Kindle Oasis, so I just snagged it for a read. And it's really, real. it's really nice. But it's mm. not worth, like, you don't have to buy one. But, like, now it's, like, maybe I should just stick with that one. It's clearly a superior product. It looks product. pretty big. Like It's nice. And I, and I do think I was probably reading more because the page is bigger and, like. No, I actually love making my font enormous. Five words per page. Yeah. And then I'm just, like, tap, 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 tap. Wow, I'm reading so fast. Tap, tap, tap. tap yeah. Tap, tap, tap. But then, like, your hand gets, you need to get the clicker. I know, by the way, it's not even that my hand gets hurt. I'm like, I'm getting comfortable, and then I have to, like, move my hand. You need the clicker. Yeah, I the definitely clicker do. The clicker works, by the way. I finally found a Bluetooth Kindle rem- No, it's not Bluetooth. It's just a Kindle remote, and it works. And it's, I'll link it again on my Instagram, because it's like, what we've been asking for. Yeah. I can't believe it's here. No, it's. And it works. We Looks like we made it. Oh God, we yeah we are we sing two different songs. Well, which one did you sing? I sing the um. Looks like yeah. We what's made her name? It. Shania, Shania Twain. Look, Look how far we've come, my baby. And what do I and, sing? And then looks like we made it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Who sings that one? I don't fucking know. The okay. Beatles. Okay. Aerosmith. Okay. One, um, one of them. Anyways, so that's. That's all that's new with me. I mean, we have a lot to talk about today. I would it's love to- It's your toaster's day. I know. I would love to delay the stories as long as possible because- Are they bleak? There's one that just, it's hard to remain optimistic. Oh no. Oh yeah. Well, if you want to talk about it, you know what I was singing this morning? Where the fuck is Brian Laundry? Like, why can't people find him? And where's Dog the Bounty Hunter? Like, get on it. I don't know. What is going on? Like, there are people convinced that, like, his parents are, like, actually hiding him, like, beneath their garden, which, like, I don't think it's true. But really, how hard could it be to find one bald man? I don't know. I mean, I feel like if his parents were hiding him, do they not have a warrant for his parents' house? I don't know. 
they like somebody took a drone over their backyard and saw the garden and it's like there's a bunker beneath oh my god but like where is he like i just don't feel like it's that hard to find someone especially when everyone knows what he looks like that's like I, trying to yeah. find kim kardashian now like we all know what he looks like yeah that's true we've got a good story about kim today she's solving crimes yeah it's a really crazy story oh at the met yeah yeah yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into it. Let's get right into it, because without further ado, who's right here just being like the perfect nephew, couldn't ask for anything more. I'm so far, so close, yet so far away. I've never missed Theo more than I do right now. He's sending love your way. Without further ado, and talk about ado, here what? are the fast five stories. Like, we were, without further ado, and without further talk about ado. Oh, I got it. Okay, okay. Here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Allbirds. We're settling into fall, you guys. Life is picking back up again. And these days, staying comfortable is at the top of everybody's list, including ours. And that's where Allbirds wool runners come in. They're super soft, they're itch-free, and they're naturally durable ZQ-certified merino wool. So it's the most sustainable wool that you can get. So you feel comfortable wearing the wool runners, but you also feel good about your decision to wear them, too, because they're totally sustainable. They're super stylish. I mean, everyone is wearing Allbirds these I'm days. I'm obsessed like, with my Allbirds. I've been wearing them to like work out for years, but I just got a fresh pair and I went for a walk last week and it was just such a premium experience. Walking on it's clouds. Like walking on clouds. Katy Perry said it best. I'm, I'm walking on air tonight. Tonight. I'm walking on air. Um, so Allbirds is a carbon neutral company thanks to sustainable practices like using natural materials and purchasing carbon offsets. So again, they're just a fabulous company that look fabulous, feel fabulous, and everyone's wearing them. So the name on everybody's lips is Allbirds. Start the season off right with a pair of wool runners from the Allbirds. Uh, new wool runners. Find your own pair at Allbirds.com today. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com. Um, wool runners at allbirds.com. You're, you're They're missing out. They're so amazing. Love the name them. on everyone's lips. What's the actual? The name. It's on not, it's burlesque. No, no but it's, what is that? Like, yeah, the yeah. name on everyone's lips. It's, it's going to be. Roxy. Thank you. Roxy. Yeah. From um, Erica Jane's play that she wrote. Exactly. Okay. First story, you guys. People are saying that Lala and Randall are done after three years of engagement. But I heard that you actually have a different source saying something else. Yeah, no, I definitely have heard some other things, so I'll, I'll share that. But, you know, Page Six is reporting that it's over for Lala and Randall. The Van Vanderpump Rules star left her fiancé and is staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel with their seven-month-old daughter, Ocean. Oh, that's so sad. After the movie producer allegedly cheated on her in Nashville, a source exclusively confirmed to Page Six. The source said Randall always lives a double life. He lives the life of a husband or boyfriend mm. and then he lives the life of a serial partier and then goes on a bender reps for the couple didn't respond to page six's comments so i do want to say like i'm not trying to be in denial but i do think it's worth noting like this is page six is reporting this based on a source like yeah lala hasn't said anything randall hasn't it's said not anything. a confirmation and they've both been posting on social media like lala got a pair of you know jordans for ocean and she was posting them so it's not like they've gone silent and they also haven't confirmed this so even though it's probably true you know all signs are pointing towards truth. There's like a 
tiny, tiny grimace of hope. There is a tiny grimace of hope. And maybe like they're not together right now. Maybe they will get back together. I did wind up seeing the photos. I do think they can be explained. Maybe you know? that was a business deal. Maybe that was a business deal. They like, were going to do a wine together and they wanted to talk about it at the hotel in Nashville. Maybe all of them just happened to be on the same floor in like the totally. hotel. You know, stranger things have happened. But it's really disappointing. And I mean, you know, if it walks like a duck mm -hmm. and talks like a duck, then maybe Randall did just cheat on Lala. And I'm sure she probably also has information that we don't have. Like of maybe course. Whoever took that picture and like sent it around Texted. the internet probably also DM'd her and was yeah. like, oh, and I also took this video and this and that. The only thing that I don't really feel like tracks in this story is that like this is so classic Randall. He is two lives and he's a serial partier when like he's the one who really encouraged Lala to get sober. I don't really, I mean, obviously I don't know him at all, but I don't really see him being the serial partier. He might have a problem staying faithful, but yeah. I don't s really see that. I agree. I And based on what she shared, like I think when they're together, they're pretty much sober, but who knows what he does when he's not with her yeah. in terms of like extramarital affairs and also like drinking and partying. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is just disappointing. Also, like, the mother and the child really do get the house. Like, Randall should be at the hotel. I was thinking that. And also, he's out of town. So, is they he? should, like, he was in Nashville. Maybe then, like, so, he fucked someone in the house and she doesn't want to be there. No, but he has his kids now. Oh, so maybe they're at the house? Yeah, so, how, like, he's not going to, maybe she, it's not going to displace yeah, yeah, them, yeah. In, you know, because That's fair. of him. Can I just talk about your nails for a moment? They're so long. They literally look like what Kylie pays like $1,000 per nail for. Like they look like acrylic. Those are your natural nails. These are my natural nails. On prenatal vitamins. Um, yes. So the That thing middle one on your left hand. Yeah. Is the craziest fucking claw I've ever seen in my life. It's crazy, but look at this stub. It broke. Ooh. But you know what? Okay, so this broke, but it was actually not a natural break. Because remember when I cut my finger? No. With a knife cutting a bagel a few weeks ago. Oh, of course, a bagel. So I cut into my nail a little bit. And it was it had been glued like when I went to get a manicure. And then it, it just gave up. So I, I do think this nail, this little stub would have stood a chance. If not for that. But then also like this one's starting to fray. Like they are starting to I get crumble. Brittle. Like when I got a manicure last week, I was like, please don't. I was like, don't cut. I'm just going to file. I want to see how long yeah, they can go for. I think they are starting to get too long. But when, it is crazy how like the difference is, is now they're strong. Because before right. prenatals, my nails would grow. But they always Break crack on the side. Yeah. In the middle of the nail, the most painful crack. And so I had to get rid of them. I don't have those cracks now. Can I ask you a question? And I would love to hear other people's input on this. Like just a personal preference. If you have long nails, whether they're real or fake. No, let's talk about real. You have real nails. They're super long. You finally got them to a good spot. And one of them breaks. Do you cut all of them or you just leave the broken one? So I think that I will. I'm not going to cut them all down to stub size. But after the stub incident, I am going to cut them because I think it was like a warning. Like yeah. these nails, you don't want them all to have. Like, but I'm just saying not when you're pregnant. Like I know a lot of people, like they have a philosophy with their nails. Like if one of them breaks, they all go down and we start from scratch. Which I think is fucking nuts. No, if one, usually if one of them is breaks, you're on your own. A hundred percent. This like now, this is us. But I know a lot of people who will use that as like, all right, time to start fresh with the nails. We're just going to cut them all and start growing again. Which I just think is such I would a say waste. If two or three break, then, then we're starting fresh. Fine. Yeah. Just thought I'd bring that up. Yeah, no, they are really crazy. I was trying to share with everyone on my Instagram, like, how wild so it is. But I also felt like the pictures didn't do it justice. Are you getting hairy anywhere? Isn't that also what those vitamins do? Well, I did just dermaplane my face. Not, so I, you, I you got a beard? 
No, but I had more peach fuzz than ever. Really? Yeah. Um, but I also hadn't done it like in a year. But it doesn't make you hairier. But I, I do think my hair is growing faster. That's why when I cut my hair short two weeks ago, I was like, I don't care. It's going to be long again soon. And like, can just a regular person take prenatals? Yes. But Will I start to grow a baby? No, you, they're really good for you. And so I always like, people would always say that like, you should take them before you get pregnant. You should keep taking them after you give birth. But you know what? They're so big and gross. Are they swallow or chewy? You can do chewables. The chewables don't have as much vitamin content as mm. the swallows. Um, like how big? It's the biggest pill I think I've ever taken. Ooh, I would gag. I Ooh. used to gag every single time. Now it's gotten much more pleasant. I don't know what the difference is. Maybe I'm just like less nauseous. Maybe you're just getting used to this horse pill. Your throat's getting bigger. Maybe. But yeah, no, it's a it's a crazy thing. Happy for you. Thank you. With my literal nubbly ass your studs. Stubs. Remember when you used to get fake nails? I know, you know, I in my time hop they come up and like I loved it so much. It was like a three hour process. Like I just can't sit like that anymore. No. Like I have a job. Me neither. I, I mean nobody family. has crazier nails than the snatchler. Like not Those are her real fucking long nails. Not people only, who have long nails like you who look like they have acrylic nails are literally the people in the world I am most jealous of. And if you have long skinny fingers, like that is just like a whole other level. Like I wanna be you. Like, how does it feel to live my dream? No, the Snatchler's nails are crazy because not only do they stay long, like, they don't break. She's tough as nails, that Snatchler. She's a lizard. She also takes the time every week to get, like, a yeah. detailed manicure. So she has, like, the perfect hands. And then All she's the always time. wearing her cool rings and things. And it's just like, hey, it's a Snatchler. No, like, there are two types of girls in this world. Like, long, skinny fingers, short, fat fingers. And it's important that you come to terms with which one you are because there's really nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. It's true. And I do think sometimes like when you try and like dress up your short fat fingers with. It makes it worse. Yeah. You're drawing more attention to like the big meaty hands in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my fingers are very slim. You could say that, yes. But I don't feel like I have a slim hand. You do. You're, you have a slim hand. I just want to say for how fat I am like in my body, my hand could be worse. So like, Let maybe. Let me see it. Let me see it. Like it's that. like. It's. It's not terrible. I like, know, but like for me, I find that this part of the hand is so ugly, like in general. All right, you're getting really specific with you. You're like that scene in Mean Girls. I have really bad breath in the morning. <laughs> the bottom half of my hand is not attractive. Right, like what? <laughs> I'm just saying if we're, if we're talking about hands. like No, but you know what I did find really interesting on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion when they were like the first five minutes, they're like, all right, everyone, get to, get in your seats. And they're all, like, calling out for their hair and makeup. And someone was like, can you get me my hand makeup? Yeah, I think it was Rena. Yeah, old lady hands can be quite jarring. Yeah, I could use some hand makeup sometimes. But. Yeah, of course. The KKW foundation. Yeah. Anyways. Back to Lala and Randall. Um, wishing, wishing their family the best, hoping they can work through this. Hoping they can work through this, not giving up hope, but it's not a good situation. It's not. It's not. So we'll leave it at that for now. But in some more positive couple news, Beyonce and Jay-Z are cozying up in a romantic ad for Tiffany's inspired by Breakfast at Tiffany's. Have you seen? I saw it on, uh, at the store. Yeah, the store in New York is like undergoing Oof. renovation. So the whole building is just one big ad. And they just recently changed the ad to this new Beyonce and Jay-Z. It was Anya Taylor-Joy, who was also looking gorgeous. Also looking gorgeous. But this ad is everything of the sort. It comes with like an accompanying video where they're 
playing on the Breakfast at Tiffany's theme. Um, it's a short film called Date Night that shows the loving, playful side of their relationship inspired by the New York City backseat taxi scenes from the 1961 film Breakfast at Tiffany's. The video begins with a glam Beyonce sitting in the back of a Rolls Royce, applying red lipstick and some jaw-dropping Tiffany & Co. jewels. I have to say, this is a sickening campaign. I actually, like, when you live in New York, there's campaigns everywhere, there's ads yeah. everywhere. I almost got hit by a car. Like, I was very struck by it. It's First of all, it's such a big billboard because the whole building is wrapped in, like, a scaffolding while they're under construction, but they turn the whole thing for this photo shoot. It is so jarring, and it's so glamorous. It's so rich. It's it's really a work of art. It really is. And the harking back to breakfast at Tiffany's mm -hmm. when it's an Never ad hurts. Tiffany's. Never hurts. Never hurts. No, it, it's a 10 out of 10 on the ad scale. Like, ad week is quaking. They really, they crushed it. Oh my God, I, I lost my triangle. What were you going to sing? Maybe <clears throat> I'll lend you mine. No, 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 no. That's fine. No. <clears throat> I'll lend you mine if you tell me what you're going to perform. I want to surprise you. Okay. And like, you really can't guess it? And I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany? She said, I think I remember the film and... As I recall, I think. If you didn't listen to that song, like, on your way to school, that and, like, I Don't Want to Be by Gavin DeGraw, you weren't living. Like, as you fall asleep on the bus and, like, wake up and then it's like. And I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany? She said. Who sings that song? Deep Blue Something. I don't know. Deep Blue Something. No, it clearly. I don't know. Deep Blue Something. That's the name oh, that's of the band. The, are you sure? Deep Blue Something. Okay, yeah, that song. I mean, I know the song. Give me my fucking thing back. I think Theo ate my triangle. No, I'm instrument. sure it just fell through the couches. I know. Um, I'm so glad that song like resonated with you in such a deep way. It did it not with you? No, it's a good like I know it. It's a good song. I wasn't like listening. That wasn't my bus jam. I feel like if I called Olivia right now and I'd be like, "What does this song remind you of?" I think me and Olivia had the same like life experience with that song. I don't think so. Should I call her? Yeah, call her. See if she picks up. Facetime or regular? Do. FaceTime. Just let her know she's on a show. Being recorded, and, yeah. You know, not to say anything. Oh, she personal. fucking let, sent me to decline. She, oh, okay. Hurtful. Well, I'll get back to you on that. So what song do you kind of associate with, like, early mornings, getting, you know, to for school? For me, it's all Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco. Oh, no. Not yeah. for me And I think for Olivia, it's more in that vein, too. Because Olivia and I are closer in age and have this no, but more see, the shared thing experiences. Is, is like I got an iPod and I remember that's when I started listening to it on the way to school. And Olivia was the one with the computer and um, LimeWire. LimeWire. Like I didn't know. So she, whenever I wanted music, I had to be like, Olivia, will you put music on my iPod? And so we just listened to whatever she was downloading. Yeah. So literally all the music I listened to growing up was you, shit you guys were listening oh, that's to. That's an interesting point. No, because also like I had my own computer, so I wasn't listening to Olivia's playlist. So I was 100%. Maybe... I see what I see what you're saying. Wow, I've actually like, never really felt so old, like talking about like my iPod and having to have Olivia put it like her LimeWire on it. I know, but it was and like Napster. No Napster, like yes, Napster was before LimeWire, but it was also like before you. Like we really use LimeWire a lot. LimeWire, but also that was like illegal, right? LimeWire. Yes. So like we didn't use it. No alleged LimeWire. Al allegedly, when. You would also download music. Sometimes you would get like really janky songs, and I feel like I've said this before. Yes, we that know. had like stamps on it. So like when I whenever I hear the song, um, "Who says you can't get stoned? Turn off the lights and the telephone. 
Me in my house alone. Who says I can't get stoned? Johnmayer.com. <laughs> like, yeah. They had like weird um, like commercials in it. They them. called a watermark for the Watermark, song. yeah. Yeah. Um, God, I miss my iPod. I know. Like my first iPod was literally the most important thing in my life. And iPod Nano, that was my first, like, the little black one. Before, like, iPod Touches and all that stuff, like, which were sick, obviously. And which morphed into the iPhone. Right. But when it was just you and the pod. Mm. Mm. What, was <laughs> what was your first iPod? The uh, the white one with the scroll. Oh, like the circle the, Yeah, yeah, like the OG. That's OG, yeah. yeah. No, I got the, the Nano. Yeah. And then they had the iPod Shuffle, the little clip one that you like could clip to your jacket. Yeah, that's that such a stunk. snitch. Yeah, that's such that a one. snitch one. That one stuck because it had no screen. Like you couldn't see what you were listening to. Yeah, but it was like, you know, it was perfect for like the younger sibling. Yeah. Because they don't deserve like all the bells and whistles. iPods are so iconic. I know. And the music just like sounded better from them. Like, totally. Good times. Mm. Good times. Um, Are you ready for our next story? If it's brought to you by Peacock's original, One of Us is Lying. It is. Five students walk into detention and only four walk out alive. Follow the story based on the number one New York Times bestseller, One of Us is Lying, which has now been turned into a Peacock original. On the first day of school, Yale set Bronwyn, baseball star Cooper, cheerleader Addie, and drug dealing Nate all lend themselves in detention with the notorious gossip blogger Simon. When one of them doesn't make it out alive, everyone becomes a suspect each with their own secrets and motives. This juicy teen drama takes unexpected new twists as we find out who's hiding what in this can't-miss new series. With romance, betrayal, secrecy, and more, One of Us is Lying is the murder mystery of the season. So don't miss out on One of Us is Lying, streaming now only on Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com to get started. Thank you, Claudia. It's a pleasure. (laughs) Okay, our next story is a little art crime Kim Kardashian news. She'll solve any crime by dinner time. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's Met Gala photo helped solve looted gold Egyptian coffin case. So somebody had stolen the, the coffin? Yeah, and they sold it to the Met under false papers and then Kim took a picture with it at the Met Gala and then they like realized that that's where it was. Oh, so somebody didn't steal it from the Met. When the Met purchased it, it was stolen goods. I believe so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read through the details because, okay. you know, this is involved. It's literally Ocean's 12, 13, yes. whatever, whatever the one that was at the Met Gala. Eight. Eight. In a wild turn of events, a photo of Kim Kardashian rocking a gold dress at the 2018 Met Gala, I believe her best Met Gala look ever. And Claudia Asher agrees has led to something quite unexpected, solving a mystery. A viral snap that showed her posing next to the coffin of Nedjmonks has led to the conclusion of a long-running criminal case involving the golden artifact. In a recent episode of journalist Ben Lewis's podcast, Art Bust, you just love to see, like... Podcasts making news. Podcasts making news, Kim making news, art making news. The podcast is called Art Bust, Scandalous Stories of the Art World. He dives into how the photo... Are there that many that they needed to start a podcast? For sure. Like, there's so much art. Drama. Drama, crime, and it's been around for so... I'm sure there's crazy stories. So many forgeries. Totally. There's so many stories. I'm sure. I'm sure Ben has plenty of content. He dives into how the photo played a role in catching the thieves who stole the coffin and sold it to the Metropolitan Museum of Art for $4 million by using fake documents. Damn. Before that, the coffin, which date back to the first century BC, was dug up from the Almenia region of Egypt in 2011 during that year's revolution. 
The Manhattan assistant DA was notified of Kim's photo standing next to the coffin by an anonymous not tipster. The, not the DA. The DA was notified of the coffin. Was of it Raphael Barba? Who's that? From, from Law & Order, yeah. Um, He's the best DA in town. He was notified of Kim's photo. The DA was sent Kim's photo by an anonymous tipster in the Middle East who originally received the image from a gang of pillagers. So Kim's photo's going around. The informant was irritated that they were never paid for unearthing the coffin seven years before. By the time he talked to the informant, the DA had already opened up a jury investigation. But so what was it about Kim's photo that was like the last missing piece of this investigation? I guess they didn't realize that it, that it turned up at the Met. Oh, those people who sold it. The people who were looking Dug it for up. it. Yeah. Okay. This is, I need a film about this because it's not po- making sense. Or you could listen to the podcast. I'm sure he yeah. has a better job of explaining it. Just all I know is Kim is Kim saved the Christ. day. Yeah. It does give me like PTSD though. Like all these gangs like looking at Kim and like Kim and her pictures. Like leave Kim alone. You know? And yeah. Did that come to mind for you? What? Like all I, these like yeah, gangs, yeah. crime gangs. Like Who look- would have thought like Kim just taking like an innocuous picture at the Met because she's like dress similarly and it's not even like a like a fabulous picture it's no, like blurry i hadn't even seen it me neither because it's not a good one it's probably like went right into her into her trash <laughs> like you know delete yeah yeah it's like blurry and there's like a beam of light in the middle like it's not a gorgeous photo at all that is so crazy i wonder what she thinks about this you know i know like does this stuff get back to her I think something I think so. like this would Me because too. it's a very serious thing and it's also pretty crazy and cool, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm sure not every, you know, she doesn't read every, she doesn't have Google alerts for herself. No. Because her phone would break. I just want to say, I have Google alerts on for for us, like the morning toast. We are the most boring. Literally the morning toast Google alert is one of the most painful things to read every morning. You Try get- avocado with your morning oh, toast. Stop. I, I don't, French toast recipe. I don't have Google alerts for the toast then because I, I only have Google alerts for myself and I'm the most boring, least famous person ever. No, same. It's once a year. Nothing comes out. Nothing no, comes once out. Once a year and it's full of lies. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, good on Kim. Like, love to see crimes being solved. Before dinner time. Before dinner time. Are you ready for our next story? I think it's, it's news I don't know how you're going to feel about it. Okay. I think you'll feel good. But I also think you'll have something to say. Well, that's what I came here to do. Netflix's To All the Boys franchise will be getting a spinoff series titled XO Kitty, starring the little sister, who's played by Anna Cathcart. Mm. Netflix is expanding its hit to All the Boys I've Loved Before franchise with a brand new entry. The streaming giant announced on Monday that it has picked up a 10-episode order of a new young adult series titled XO Kitty, which is a spinoff to the popular movies, trilogy of films that were previously released. The new show will center around the character of Kitty Song Covey, who's played by Anna Cathcart. You guys might also know her from Descendants. Oh, really? She plays Drizzy. Yeah. Oh, well, let me say this. I definitely have something to say. Because I had to say, probably the one complaint I had in the movie was that that sister was really annoying. Like, <laughs> and she had too much of a role. And like, I just didn't enjoy her. But having said that, will I be watching this show? No. Is it for me? No. So like, maybe the young kids like who watch that movie who are literally 15 years younger than me, but also like the movie, maybe they were like, you know, drawn. She's our queen. Yeah. So I think maybe this is not a show for me. But I just like, if I had to make a spinoff of anything, I honestly would give it to like, Either two people. Like, John Corbett ends up with his neighbor, right? I never saw the third one. And then it could be like a Nancy Myers movie. Like, he finds a nice woman across the street. 
that could be one. Or you know who's like a really undervalued character in, in the franchise is um, I can't remember anyone's names. It's been so long. Laura Jean's friend, who's who's cousins with the bully. Yes, she, she was came like this out, wild she came gal. On the toast. Oh yeah, like she was this like wild gal. Like I don't know. I would watch I think a series. Her name is like Chris. 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 Yeah, I think she would be amazing. Like she's like. But I don't know, maybe they're trying to skew younger. Yeah, no, I don't think they have a problem with, you know, getting the John Corbett demo right. to Netflix. They should do a Nancy Meyers spinoff, John Corbett, and, you know, how, like, they blend their families. Called Blended, Blended Two by Nancy Meyers. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I thought you would like this news because it's, like, more to all the boys, which yes. you love. But then you would also feel met about it because you know is it the best premise i'm not sure no but i'm not, sure it'll be fine but it'll be good but it's not for you no it's not for me and that's okay but you it's know for, what you know who it's for it's for the campers it's for the campers but um did you see that they released a few photos from the summer i turned pretty no um so jenny han like launched like the twitter account for the series um jenny han wrote to all the boys i love before and then she also wrote this other sickening trilogy which is actually made for children like I read all three books in actually one day um but it was so adorable this like teen romance it was so sweet and Amazon bought it and they've cast everyone and they're the kids are just the kids are like quaking the kids are like good looking it's on Twitter we've gotten like a few sneak peeks I'm very excited about that I'm excited for you I'm just trying to find pictures but I didn't go to the Twitter I didn't read the books so you didn't no no, because I mean, you said that, like, if you felt old reading them. Yeah, I guess. And you said like it pregnant. was just, like, yeah. It was so sweet, though. I'm like, sure it was. Oh, when that guy, like, touched her hair in the car, I just, like, couldn't. It was so sweet. I literally, like, consumed all every book, like, in a day. Yeah. I'm So good. Maybe I'll watch a show, but I'm not going to read the books. Yeah, I'm sure the show will be cute, or it'll be, like, really teeny bopper, and I'll feel stupid. Yeah. Anything goes. Anything can happen. Anything goes. Well, I'm feeling really annoying and like show tune. I think it's like From the. From last night. Yeah, like the inspiration that the drag queens like left on my soul. I think that's a really good influence, you know? A hundred percent. Are you ready for a fifth and final story? No, I'm actually not. Oh my God. Okay, get up and look for your thing. Get up? Yeah, like just look in between the couches. If it's not there, then I'll play and you'll sing. And also this gives you oh, guys. Right oh, Amazing. This gives you guys time to lower the volume if you have a sleeping baby or dog or self or husband. It's the final story. Deep blue something on my iPod. part of my day truly I want you to know I'm literally sweating from having to stand up it was worth it is it worth it oh my god I'm being really annoying um it was worth it also the fifth and final story is brought to you by Bruce do you care I do care because I love my what is Bruce it is the official toothbrush of the morning toast the best electric toothbrush out there right now 
and the most affordable because a lot of electric toothbrushes have the absolute audacity to cost over $200, which is absolutely insane. But Bruce is super affordable. It gets the job done. It's gorgeous. They come in sickening colors. They have amazing accessories. It comes with six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. The battery life lasts four weeks. It comes with a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. They also offer a subscription program, so never forget to change your brush head again. Bruce will ship you a new replacement head every six months, so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. The design is very sleek. They have a modern, aesthetically pleasing design that comes in trend-driven seasonal colors, and it looks great on your bathroom counter. We've got $15 off your Bruce toothbrush kit and the refill plan when you use the promo code TOAST at bruce.com slash toast. That's $15 off using promo code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash toast, code toast. Thank you, Claudia. It's a pleasure. Okay, our fifth and final story is um, a little more content news for the campers and also for us because Addison Ray will be starring in a Snapchat show about returning to her Louisiana roots. Mm. Addison Ray, one of TikTok's biggest creators, is going to star in her own show on Snapchat. Addison Ray Goes Home will document the influencer actor's trip to Louisiana where she grew up, her first time since moving back to L.A., since moving to her first time back since moving to L.A. Got yes, it. To pursue her entertainment career. In the unscripted series, Addison will reveal a more personal side than fans have ever seen before, according to Snap. The series is scheduled to premiere in 2022 and is being produced by Maven. So I want to say, I think conceptually, this is an amazing idea for a show. There's, you know, we know Addison as the megastar, but literally two years ago, she was a college student. Like, she's just a regular girl. I would love to see her in her hometown. But, like, Snapchat, really? First of all, like, who the fuck is watching that? Second of all, Addison was just in a Netflix movie. Like, this should be, like, a, a D'Amelio show thing or, like, a YouTube original. Like, something. Like, Snapchat? I mean, I guess, like, her teeny bopper fans, like, they do love Snapchat. But I don't really think people are watching that long-term, long-form content on Snapchat. I agree. I don't think it's going to be that long. I'm sure it's, like, a very short like 15 minute sort of series. And I'm sure they're paying her so much money. Yeah. You know, like... It's not ideal for us because I don't want to watch it on Snapchat. Like, I would rather watch it on Hulu. YouTube or like YouTube. Yeah. If she was trying to be like a digital gal. But I think this is just um, an easy yeah. job for Addison. I think for a while when we used to report on everything Addison did, like every step she took was like the biggest deal because all of this was so new. So when she did Item Beauty and then she did the Netflix, I think that every choice she made had like a huge impact on like where her career was going to land. And now she's like a bona fide celebrity superstar, if you will. So she can do things like this that are like not as no one's even going to notice. This, yeah, honestly, it's just like a drop. This in the is just a press release and it's a paycheck. It's a paycheck for sure. So, I mean, I don't think I'll be downloading Snapchat to watch it, but no. um, I would if it was elsewhere. But I do feel like this like is a missed opportunity because the concept of the show is actually very good. Yeah. And I'm sure the show will be really good. Like everyone loves to compare her to Britney, like two Louisiana girls. Like I just think that her backstory like actually probably is really interesting. Margot told me and I listened to like the first 10 minutes of her very first podcast episode with her mom. Margot kind of gave me a synopsis of it because like I just couldn't listen to it. Um, but they have a very they had a very interesting and kind of tumultuous life. Like before all of this happened. So I would actually love a real show like this, yeah. but not on Snapchat. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, it's not over yet, you guys, because those were the past five stories. And while I didn't feel you needed to know them, I do feel good knowing them. I agree. There's no harm in knowing them. Absolutely not. Today is Tuesday, which means it's Dear Toasters, which is our advice segment we do every Tuesday. And if you ever want to write in, get some advice from your favorite gals, your favorite gal pals, 
DearToasters at gmail.com is the email. You can write in about anything and we will always keep it anonymous as we do today. We have a few submissions, so I would love to share them with you if that's okay. I would love to hear what everyone's up to. Hi. This is someone else, not me. Sorry, I didn't transition well. <laughs> All right, first up. Thank you. Hi. Congrats, Jackie, on the bebe. Longtime fan and listener of you both. I am currently pregnant with my first girl. My husband, Michael, and I are thrilled for this blessing. We always knew that when and, when and if we have a son, we are going to name him Michael with a J middle name and call him MJ. My immediate family has always known this. Who stole it? Yeah. Who stole the name? My who sister, <laughs> who is not married but has a longtime boyfriend whose name also starts with an M, texted me randomly at 11 p.m. at night that when she has a boy, she's, he is going to be MJ. Your sister sounds delusional. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that I got the biggest pit. I couldn't believe she had the audacity to text me that randomly. Am I overreacting? I knew I shouldn't count my chickens before they hatch, but this just seems like such a slap in the face for my sister. If you guys were in the situation, would Jackie be annoyed? Sincerely, a disappointed sister. Well, I just think it's worth noting, first of all, you are pregnant. Your sister has a long-term boyfriend, but is not pregnant. So you will get the name MJ. No, but she's having a girl, and, and that's <gasps> oh, what she Oh, I didn't wants. put that together. That's what she wants to name a boy, so she still has to save it. So in all this time of, you know, her having the girl, and then whenever oh, she gets this pregnant is bitchy. again. Like the that's sister worse. Could, the, the sister could slide in. I didn't, I didn't see that okay. it was a girl. If this was, like, someone in my family, and there was a name that, like, everyone knew I wanted and I planned on, and then, like, some sister swooped in and was like, I would just be like, what the fuck? You're well, joking, right? But also, there's a difference because we have a bunch of names in our family that we, we like love as family names. Yeah. So whoever's pregnant gets to choose from the family name. Yeah. But if this is an original name that this girl came up with, you, no one's allowed to take it. Yeah. I agree. And that's why you should never say your, your original name idea out loud, ever. Shayla. No, you should be able to trust your sisters. Totally. But still, Shayla. But this is a betrayal. I mean, if she it's does... It's a betrayal of the highest degree. If she, a sister betrayal. If she does wind up betraying you in this way, like say, you know, a year, year and a half, like she has a son before you and she names him MJ. Like whenever you do have a son, fucking name him MJ. Like... Yeah. Also, I just want to throw one thing out there because just I wanted to let you know that like personally, like my first reaction to the name MJ like was Michael Jackson. So I just... Oh, no. Okay. Mine was Mercedes Chavid. Oh, that's... An amazing namesake. I'm naming my child. Shot it! Mercedes shot me. <laughs> Nobody no, steal it. So like that way, if you want to, you could name your daughter MJ. What about Michaela, Michaela J? Michaela J. But MJ for a girl? Oh. Mercedes Javid. Mercedes Javid is normalizing like everything for me right now. Right? Yeah, MJ for a girl. Take it. Like for real. And Michaela, I mean, is the most beautiful Gorgeous. name. And it's there's, take it from us, the possibilities for nicknames are endless. Endless. Kayla. Michaela's like become my favorite name of all time in the history of names. <laughs> and so I think you should really consider this. And then you could also call her Kayler and then K, Kayla, Kayla Swift, K, Mr. her Royal Canis, like KKK. Oh, no. Oh my God. <laughs> sorry. Are you okay? I was just trying to be like, KKK. No. Oh my God. So sorry. Absolutely not. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Jesus. Consider Michaela. And if you're, if you, if you're going to, if you're saying no to that suggestion, I understand that's fine. You know, it's not for everyone. You no, we wouldn't be offended. Ever. Like, um, the less Michaela's there are, the better. And your sister, like, does go through with the betrayal, then you should just still name your son MJ. And you know what? I'm feeling so kind of, like, upset by this betrayal. I wrote a song. You betrayed... It's original. Betrayed me. And I know that you'll never feel sorry for the way I hurt you. 
you talk to MJ. I'm still working on some of the lyrics, but that's pretty much like the gist of it. What do you think? I think it was pretty disappointing. Like, because it's not an original song. What? How could you say that? It's a real song. I just song. heard it right now. It's a real song. Who sings that? Olivia Rodrigo? I don't know. I literally just wrote that song. You think Olivia Rodrigo, that's how good you think my song was? You think Olivia Rodrigo wrote it? And then the minute you had to improvise, you ran out of words. And I know that <laughs> she'll never be. Okay, whatever. Yes, it is an Olivia Rodrigo song, but you didn't even know that, so. I did. I just said it. And then you were like, it's Olivia Rodrigo? Like, I could have said it's Taylor Swift. Like, you would have known, you know? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, so that was the first one. That was what was our advice? Our advice was Michaela. Yeah. Oh, or Michaela's always the answer. Michaela's always the answer. Or um, just continue forge ahead in your path. Don't look in the rear view. Yeah. Forge ahead. Do whatever you want. Doesn't matter what she does because she's a betrayer. Okay. Are we ready for this next one? Mm-hmm. Dear Claudia and Jackie, congrats on the bebe, Jackie. Congrats on your new tour, Claudia. Thank you. Tickets available at girlsnojob.com slash tour. Even though there's like almost none left. Okay, I'm in need of dire ad- no, I'm in dire need of advice. My best friend is about to get engaged to someone who's awful. She's my ride or die from college. We have another best friend in our group and we both feel this way about her man. The let's call the girl Rebecca. Since college, the three of us have all lived in different states, so we didn't meet this man until later in the relationship. I met him first and immediately talked to my other friends, but my concerns were just that he was obnoxious. However, three months ago, the other best friend in our group met the man. We visited them in the home they just built together, so obviously they're very serious. Rebecca and her man have been together for almost two years, and my concern has since escalated to major red flags. One, Rebecca cried to us for cried to us, begging for us to be extra nice to her man and offered to help clean up after dinner in order for him to like us. Ooh. He talks about money nonstop. Everything about him is about money and how now she's doing it too, constantly telling us they make a lot of money when literally nobody asked. Rebecca's man talked horribly about her other friends who visited before us. He actually said to us that he would rather murder murder them than have them visit again. Hyperbole, but very strange. Overall, he's abrasive. He kept saying very offensive things to try and instigate fights. We chose to ignore him because we were trying to be polite. There are a bunch of other things he does that are just ick. Me and my friend feel like we need to say something to her about him. Rebecca is so isolated where she lives and doesn't really have friends of her own there. Rebecca found the engagement ring box in the house, so she thinks he will propose soon. My friend said she wouldn't be able to be a bridesmaid if she marries him. Multiple other close friends have brought up other concerns about him to me. My question is, do we say something and how do we say it? We love Rebecca so much and we are concerned. Please help a fellow girly girl out. We have to do it for the girly girls. Because, you know, I'm always like, just mind your own business. Let people make their own mistakes. But, like, if you're all seeing something that she can't see, like, and you have, they're not engaged yet. Like, you have the chance to do something. Wouldn't you want your friends to do that for you? I don't know. Like, you guys don't have to date him. Like, she's, she's a girl. Like, she makes her own choices. Like, on the one hand, yeah, you have one chance to save her. But, like, what, because you don't like him? Like, obviously, it doesn't sound like I would like this man either. Mm-hmm. I understand exactly where you're coming from. But at a certain point, like, people get to make their own choices. And, like, when you put your foot in it, like, you just stink up the whole joint. Like, I think no good deed goes unpunished. She's still going to get engaged to him. And then you guys are going to look like unsupportive friends. And how are you ever going to all hang out again like that's fair in reality you that's know fair. like of course we like, you've got to stop her like they built a fucking house together this girl's not going anywhere yeah and like maybe she likes him like yeah maybe all the things that you don't like about him like are endearing to her no, or they don't bother her as much as they bother you or you know for somehow like the way he is when they're just alone makes her happy and that like the way he is around other people he's a worse version of himself that's very a lot of people are like that you know they in group situations suck and one-on-one they're totally fine but like this isn't like a 
a non-serious relationship where it's like they haven't moved in together yet right. maybe she doesn't know him and we're seeing something she doesn't see she like, knows everything she knows this man she chose this man um, she's excited about the ring like you could say something if but you would only be saying it for yourself, actually, just to get it off your chest. Right. Not necessarily for her, because she knows him. Right. It's not like she's ever complained about him to you. So, like, she's very happy. And isn't that all that matters? Yeah. And it, you, you don't have to sleep next to him at night. Like, and it's not a crime to be annoying, by the way, like, and talk about money. It's fucking annoying, no, and but it's, it's not a crime. Like, sometimes you don't like the person that your friend is with. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You're not dating them. And you know what? Like, eventually, I actually think this is a really hard part about growing up. Like, everyone's priorities turn out to be, like, their partner and their relationship, the family they're going to build together. And it's not always about, like, friends, friends, friends. But, like, when you're in college, like, your friends are everything. So, like, that transition, like, when the first friend is, like, obviously building a house and getting married, like, it's really difficult because, like, what about us? Like, you know, we were your priority forever. But everyone, the older you get, like, your the family you're building for yourself becomes your priority. And it sounds like that's what this girl's doing. Yeah. So if there was something that she didn't know, I would say tell right. her. You know, you saw him. You, he was talking to this girl. You heard something about him. But it's all things that he's doing, like, in front of you, and you just want to share your opinion about it. And in front of Rebecca. Yeah, no, it, it's all things that he's doing in front of her, too. Like, she sees exactly what you see, mm-hmm. and she actually sees more because she spends more she time with him. him. And she's still making her choice. I don't, I don't think it's going to be productive for you to say. I just don't think you're going to get the answer that you want where she's like, yes, yeah, save me, and you guys all go back to being roommates. Like, I think she's going to, like, then she's going to choose Resent him. you, yeah. She's going to choose him and keep you at arm's length. So what would you prefer? Yeah. The ball's in your court. Sorry. I know that's not what you want to hear. No, not at all. Um, there is one more <laughs> Dear Toasters. Okay. And it is brought to you by Spritz Society. Elevate your everyday with Spritz Society. Something made in a can, made in a can that is made with real cane sugar. It's 120 calories and it's absolutely delicious. We've had, uh, well, actually, you haven't had it yet because you're I pregnant. I haven't had it from the can, but I oh. did have it. In the trial phases. It comes in four flavors. As you guys know, our family is involved with this brand. It's amazing. They're wine-based canned cocktails. They got grapefruit, pineapple, lemonade, and blood blood orange, orange, which is like kind of a traditional spritzy flavor. They're so good. We obviously have a code for you guys. I personally cannot drink hard seltzers because a lot of people are like, oh, hard seltzer is vodka. No, the base of hard seltzer is malt. And for me, my stomach does not agree with malt. Jackie was there in the airport when I was like chugging Pepto-Bismol and then I ran to the bathroom in Utah and had diarrhea and threw up. Um, It was a gorgeous day. So... I officially have not drank hard seltzers in like almost a year and I've become obsessed with Sports Society not only because Ben started the company. I swear when I'm drinking, I'm like, there's nothing better than this. I drink them on the river. I drink them on rooftops. I drink them at apartments. They're just everything of the sort. Um, and there's 120 calories per can and you can use code toast for 10% off the variety pack. You got to try all the flavors because I was really into lemonade, but now I'm thinking I'm very much like a grapefruit girly girl. What's so interesting is everybody has a different favorite flavor and there's not one flavor that's like nobody's favorite. No. And there's not one that's like the one that everyone the likes. The front runner. Yeah. yeah. It's really, it's more personal than food or comedy. comedy. You're Spritz right. This is more personal than food. They also have an option to subscribe and receive monthly deliveries that we definitely recommend because you go through it faster than you realize. So you get Spritz Society stocked monthly at a discounted price, but you also get exclusive access to gift with purchases as well as exciting new offers coming down the pipeline. So toast is the code on the variety pack for 10% off at spritzsociety.com. Check it out. I know so many of you have already ordered it and we love and appreciate the support, but it's really like it's I'm not even lying. It is the best drink on the market right now. Like I I don't know what else to drink. Yeah. It's like 
It's kind of like changed my it's life. It's such a problem solver. Yes. You oh my love God. a solution oriented beverage. Yes, Jackie. I was literally at like my friend, um, well, Ben's best friend and his wife. And we're like a foursome now, you know. Um, we were hanging out and we were like, do you guys have any spritz? They're like, yeah, of course. We have the subscribe monthly. And first of all, we went through like with the four of us in one night, we went through like probably 15, like no problem. And we were saying, I'm like, if we weren't drinking this right now, like what would we be drinking? And yeah. I don't really even drink wine. Yeah. But these are wine-based, and they're just delightfully all-natural and delicious. So wonderful. They're also, for me, like, whenever I'm going to someone's apartment or someone's, like, having me for the weekend, I just, like, you can bring a bottle of wine, sure, but they have, like, a million that they threw into their cupboard. No, that they literally use, like, for making pasta. Yeah. But I now bring, like, a can of spritz, and it's just, like, such a festive, cute thing to bring, and it's just, like, a level up. I That's a great call. Um, okay, our final Dear Toasters. Hello, Jackie and Claudia. I have to say that the podcast has gotten me through some tough times this past year. I lost my brother in June, and you guys have been a ray of light for me since. Thank you, and I'm so sorry. Um, now, to my petty friend situation that I need your advice on. I have a really tight circle of best friends, and after I lost my brother last year... Sorry, I, I read this wrong. I have a really tight circle of best friends, and after I lost my brother last year, all of them except for one, Ramona, made a huge effort to be there for me. I confronted Ramona. She said some nasty things, and we naturally had a falling out, but she stayed friends with two of my best friends. Mm, that would piss me off. Fast forward a year and multiple apologies later, and I've tried to reach out to rekindle a relationship, inviting her to my parents' lake house for July 4th, inviting her to lunch, texting her to check in, and even seeing her a couple of times. She blew off my July 4th invite, and I decided... Not to invite her on a girl's trip for my birthday. A weekend I asked my best friends the, um, to be my bridesmaids. Ramona wasn't invited. Ramona never told me she was upset about that. And I moved forward with still reaching out and even invited her to a formal engagement party with my fiance. Well, this past weekend she had a large birthday dinner and doesn't invite me. Two of my best friends telling two of my best friends that it's because I didn't invite her to my girls weekend three months ago. Am I being petty by uninviting Ramona to our engagement party? <laughs> our very close family and friends will be there. And we're spending over $200 per person at a 100 person venue. Hmm, so you're spending what is that? 20 grand wow nice, nice eating party maybe uh, invite us yeah we'll take her spot yeah 100% clearly she doesn't think we're actually friends and I'd rather focus my night on hanging out with people I don't have to question why they're there please help from an overly overthinking and possibly doormat of a toaster I have to say right from the get-go here I was shook because check my math <laughs> oh was that right yeah, yeah okay right from the get-go here I'm like I don't think this girl, if, if there's a friend in your life who you considered a friend who's not there for you, like when your brother dies, like the hardest time in your life. Not a friend. First of all, not a friend. You're a very nice person for reaching back out after, but I do think that this relationship is kaput. Like, yeah. I don't think you should, I think like it, you should just wash your hands of it. Like it's so petty back and forth. Don't invite her to the engagement party and really never talk to this bitch again. Like there, there are things that people do that are unforgivable. And for me, like this is one of them. I completely agree. Like that would be my response to, it sounded like she already sent out engagement party yeah, invites. Yeah, she's, in, the girl's invited, but right. she's like, is it petty if I disinvite her? I think like, yes, because then you're getting back into this like tit for tat with Ramona right. where it's like, let her come to the engagement party ignore her and please don't ever speak to her again like what an awful awful person like yeah. she didn't deserve your kindness when you were the one to reach out after you were going through a hard time mm -hmm. and the fact that like you invited her to your parents house for July 4th and she can't invite you to a birthday dinner like fuck Ramona fuck Ramona and it you know it sounds like you have other wonderful people in your life you're engaged like we're moving forward and we're leaving we're leaving Ramona in the in the rear view. And if you feel like that the lack of Ramona in your life is gonna leave some sort of gap, like join a local toaster group and you can find an amazing friend there. Like 
I really, really want you to know like how little I want you to be you friends with to, Ramona. You need to get away from Ramona. Absolutely. And I love that you named her Ramona. Like it's so appropriate. Yeah. I'm so like, she's so wrong. You like, sound like a lovely person and, and, for and, like and, wanting to welcome this person back into your life. But it's okay for you to be like, you know what? What you, the lack of love you showed me at one of the hardest times of my life. Like I really don't think I can get past. So with all due respect, like fuck off. And you have so many friends who were there for you. You know, focus on the positives. And your fiance, you're getting married. Leave Ramona in the dust. Peace out, Ramona. That's the the message here. Good day, Ramona. Good day, Ramona. Um, so that was your toasters. If you ever want to write in for some unsolicited, fabulous, what I think to be really constructive, helpful advice, um, deartoasters at gmail.com. And if you've written in recently and we gave you some advice and, you know, you either took it, the situation unfolded further, do send us an email with an update. We would love to hear how it's going. It's deartoasters at gmail.com. I'm not sure if I mentioned that. Yeah, we would love to hear how it's going. And that's our show. Tomorrow is hump day. It is my final show of the week. But fret not, Thursday, Friday of this week and Monday of next week, my husband Ben, boy with no job, will be filling in for me with Jacqui. So thank you once again for, you know, picking up the slack when I could not. And really thanks to Ben for hooking it up. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were wondering, like, why Ben's not coming with me. So, uh, yes, Ben was invited to the wedding that I'm going to. It's one of my best friends from high school. But Ben can't go. He has many work commitments that he couldn't get out of. So then I'm like, well, if you're not going, do my work commitments do, yeah, for me Yeah, add too. a little more to your plate. <laughs> Um, also, just a reminder, fall merch is available at ChopMorningToast.com right now. We, I wear size medium and everything. This t-shirt size medium, the sweatshirts I've been wearing are size medium, except for the sorority crew. I do like that one in an extra large. Claude wears an extra large. They're, they are true to size. The only time, like, and as it is most of our merch, our last drop was ran small, mm -hmm. but these run true to size. Completely. So whatever size you are, feel comfortable ordering that and... I hope you guys enjoy the merch, you know, and I, I pray for your mailboxes because they're going to be they're, Look, who am I? Who am I? <laughs> the mailbox. Yes. How did you know? Oh, my God. Because they just, <laughs> I knew. You knew. We're so, so about to go. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Monday Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast and where podcasts can be found. So on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So if you listen to podcasts, find us Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. And if you made it to the end of the episode, like most toasters will not you are a special breed of toaster you are part of the society season two and to let us know that you made it here drop an emoji on our most recent instagram um why don't you make it the little music note to honor all the beautiful songs i sang here today and rest in peace the ipod yes r.i.p od you got that